You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Grim After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Grim After Show. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for joining us, Grimsters. We're talking episode 316, The Show Must Go On. I'm Zach Wilson. That was well-timed. <laughs> Whoa. Perfect. <laughs> um, I'm Zach Wilson. Joining me on tonight's panel, as always, we finally have the whole Yay! team together. <laughs> uh, Dylan Chance. Hello. And Yell Teagle. Hello, everyone. We got Roya Harry fiddling with those dials back Hi. there. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> um, this, was a, this was a fun episode. Yeah. Let's dive right in. Well, I have some mixed opinions about this episode, but... Uh, all right. How dare we'll, you? We'll, we'll cover it when we all keep right. going. All right. All right. Well, we open the show on the quote, as as always, under such conditions, whatever is evil in men's natures comes to the front. Ooh. Which I looked up and I was surprised by this, because usually it's from like some kind of myth or a story. Mm-hmm. This is Teddy Roosevelt ah. said this. <laughs> Of a course. mythical, Teddy mythical president, Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> he was pretty um, awesome. Why, of course. It, it was from like an account of the p- building of the Panama Canal. Mm. Um, and I guess there was a guy named Julio who was very lazy and greedy and like stole food. Like he signed up because he thought it was going to be like this fun adventure. And they're like, no, this is really hard work. Right. <laughs> and he was not them. about it. Yeah. And they were like. I didn't. I didn't find out what happened to him because I only read the quote paragraph. But he's a bad guy. Well, now well, I want to know. That. We what need to happens. know what happened. But the- <laughs> come on, Zach. Well, you if are you'd history. like, you can read the four hundred, five hundred page account of the Panama Canal written <laughs> by Teddy Roosevelt. Please do. Did uh, <laughs> Roya is uh, apparently all up on Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> But the, I thought the quote was a great little, like, parallel. I mean, it does, it's not from a myth that mm-hmm. really pertains to this, but it is about, like, what when you what's deep inside coming out, right. which is what we're dealing with here because the vest inside, which is almost their – it's the personification of somebody's true nature, their their natural force, their will, their will, their – all the animal urges that are inside of us all mm-hmm. that, like, can come to life when somebody, like, gets you mad which is really the how the vessin metaphor works within us all well it's really interesting that this episode uh was not the quote wasn't a myth the story wasn't a myth it was just more of what we have been actually asking for which is explain to us this whole vessin thing we want more information and more details and this episode was all about well here's what you don't seem to realize the vessin is inside you it's a part of <laughs> you it's you know you abuse this this voguing power and you will you know, become pure vest and pure animal. It can take you over. Yeah. Which is new. We had we didn't know that before. Right. I thought that was a little like why didn't we know that before? We see them vogue all the time, mm-hmm. but But it's not it, because it's not um just regular voguing. Yeah. It's like when you do it when it's right. emotional or like you have to get into a fight or whatever, that's fine. I think that is normal. 
But the, these are, and it's not just voguing; it's the forced, the full one, voguing where the where anyone can see right. you, which is not natural. It has to be forced, yes. and by doing that, it drives you slowly mad. Yeah, okay. Mm. To the point where that side, because you're forcing it to come out, will eventually just take over. Right. So, like, if if you're going about your day and you have to be angry all the time for for whatever reason, like, if you're, I guess, if you're an actor, I'm not an actor, so I don't really know. But if you have to be angry all the time, maybe eventually you'll just become angry. In like your everyday life. Interesting. You think Russell Crowe is just always angry? Yes. Because of his acting. Yes. <laughs> uh, because his roles were so intense. He got so into them. He just became an angry person. And that's why they typecast him. Yeah. As the angry guy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We just solved the biggest <laughs> biggest mystery in Hollywood. About Russell Crowe? <laughs> yes. Being angry. Yes. Um, well, I thought it was fun. And the carnival is... We've seen superpower carnivals on TV before. Mm-hmm. You had the cape. You had the fourth season of Heroes. We're not going to get into all that. Mm-hmm. But the car, the, the carnival metamorphosia. Yeah. Metamorphosia? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Metamorphosia. metamorphosia. It's a mouthful. Um, featuring the wolf man, mm-hmm. which was cute. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, this is something you would kind of expect to have been exploited in the Vesson world. This is a parlor. It can be a parlor trick. Right. Right. I just thought that the, like, council would have more of a problem with this with, instead of going like, oh, they just let it slide because there's magic and a circus. You, you would think they, especially if it drives them crazy and crazy enough to where they'll go out and murder people or become wild. Because you think that would eventually get them exposed. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why the council just lets it happen. I agree that the council definitely would have stepped in, but I like that they at least addressed that issue. It was at least brought up. Like, why yeah. isn't the council involved? Oh, here's a kind of half-assed answer. Yeah. I, I thought it was a, uh, enough of a reason to let it let it slide. Um, you're right. I, I think we can all be on that page that the council might have done this, but th- maybe they have just so much on their plate that mm-hmm. anything that's not going to be proof to the outside world like a carnival like this little rinky dink carnival Mm -hmm. that they can quickly explain it away with chinese masks and magic Mm -hmm. they're like we got more important things to deal with we got mummies being (laughs) x-rayed uh all kind like people just like running crime sprees pretending it's a mask like that's but that's on Mm -hmm. videotape so it's a lot worse right at least there aren't cameras in the carnival that no one's gonna be concerned if a bunch of carnies come to town and kill people because you know that happens all the time it's not just vessin that was happen all the time yeah so what happens (laughs) is don't go to the carnival folks at home no offense to carnies um but uh, we we are introduced like to Max, who's like we can see he's like drunk when we meet him. Mm-hmm. He's dealing played by um, Sam, Sam Whitworth. Sam Whitworth. Sam Whitworth. Thank you yeah. of uh, being human. I recognized him mostly from Smallville. Mm-hmm. That was I was like Doomsday. <laughs> <laughs> it's Doomsday, you guys. I recognize him mostly from. Uh... The Star Wars video games. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so you were just like listening. You're like, is that is that Darth Maul? That's <laughs> <laughs> Darth Vader's apprentice. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think he also played Darth Maul. We're not going to get. <laughs> He's a good actor. I was glad. To see... This was a... there were multiple roles of like people. I was like, this is really cool that they got because him and they got they had Hedig the Ringmaster is played by Carlo Rota. Mm. who is one of those faces you recognize. He's like right. he's, a, he's a big character actor. And so you've seen him on Breaking Bad. He was in Boondock Saints. He was on 24. He, he was recently on an episode of she- Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, 
both great actors. Yeah. It's, it's fun to see them here. And they both did give great performances. But so Max, like, he gives the show and we see these two girls who are way too excited uh, about this. Those girls were weird and gross. They kidnapped him. He, like, didn't want to go with them. And they were like, no, get in our car. And then they dragged him in. Yeah, we they don't dra- bite. Unless you want us to. Yeah, that was a little strong. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Um, but not everyone knows how to be subtle. <laughs> I feel like... I feel like they could have been more Yeah, <laughs> I feel like the two hot girls who are going to go pick up a guy over the years to figure... Well, maybe they just... If they're, that's what they're into. Yeah. Also, but they, they Picking kidnapped up carnival him, guys. Folk. They kidnapped him. They didn't kidnap him. He, he did, went willingly. He, no, he didn't. Semi-willingly. He was like, I don't want to go. And they dragged him away. No means no. Yeah, no means no. <laughs> no, yeah. no means no. I, was, I, I didn't have a... I was thinking, like, do I have a rebuttal that? No, no. no means no. No means no. <laughs> but he didn't, like, fight them? <laughs> no, okay. Yeah, it was... Uh, like I said. Attempted rape, I guess. Yep. Yes, it was. But then he's there. He, they're like, show us your trick. Show us your trick. Which, that baffled me, too, because... If it's a magic show, all you did was take this guy. Mm-hmm. You didn't take, <laughs> you didn't take all the like, stuff. Yeah. Why do you think if assuming that it's because you ha- can't assume that they he think he's it. a creature? Yeah. How did he like they like Penn and Teller? If you just like kidnapped Penn and you're like do magic, he's like I don't have any of my stuff. Right. I'm pretty sure he has all of his stuff on him <laughs> at all times. <laughs> but that's a different story. He's just ready at the drop of a hat. Whenever, whenever two young, attractive women <laughs> steal him, him. <laughs> and uh, like are getting him even drunker, mm-hmm. yes. When this guy is clearly like sick, yeah, something's wrong with him. Yeah, let's not- put on werewolves in London. <laughs> and then slap him in the face. Is that what they were watching? Yeah, they were listening to that song. Oh God! Um, and then she slapped him. Do the trick. Slap. I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, well, it does actually. Like you piss him off, and he's gonna. I know, but I mean, if let's say he's not Vesson and it's a trick, <laughs> do that magic trick. Slap. No, you just slapped me. Why would I, I do the, this? Well, trick the grabbing for you? of the groin is a good incentive there. Whatever. Well. <laughs> Either way, they get what they asked for, and then we see them. And then they the next freak thing out. we know is they're screaming. Yeah, they they get scared. Well, it's also weird because they were like scare us. Yeah, <laughs> they were into some weird stuff. They were not to judge. Into some probably some BDSM. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. I didn't say there was. I'm just saying that's what they're going for. They want to be made to scream. Then they get a little scared and. Then the next thing we know, we're they're dead, mm-hmm. and Max doesn't remember. Of course, not. because that's part of the the umkippen, mm-hmm. as we um-kippen. learn it. It's called um-kippen. is that it causes blackouts, which yeah. the umkippen was when the vest inside takes over from being forced out too often, mm-hmm. and then it it like you don't remember, and he's legitimately panicked every time he comes out of it. Like, what did I do? What happened? I don't know what happened. Well, he's also drunk all the time too. So yeah, we're trying to deal with which one is he blacking out from? Both. Okay. I think just the umkippen because drunken umkippen. I don't know that he's drunk when in the towards the end of the episode mm-hmm. when he does it and he yeah, that's when that's he snaps too and he's really scared like that yeah, he yeah, hurt yeah. somebody. Um, so I think that I think it's mainly the umkippen. I'm sure the alcohol doesn't help things, <laughs> right. but mainly the umkippen. And so that's when our heroes get involved. Nick and Hank walk up, find the two girls dead. Mm-hmm. Wu makes a crack. Mm-hmm. Who's back to his little like mini role and not doing anything. I think he'll be back. Wu, Wu's story can't be done. There's too much up in the air yeah. with Wu. 
Um, but he only had that one quick little scene in this one. Um, and then like they like, uh, then we get to see the, we see the whole carnival. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's, it's like crazy when Hank and Nick go to investigate. Yeah. And it is crazy. We've got, I mean, I thought the show was really cool. We got a dragon guy, mm-hmm. Damon Fuhr. The Damon Fuhr. His name was Damien. Damien the Damon Fuhr. I did. I wrote down everyone's <laughs> name. <laughs> uh, but we, well, we, there was a, a dragon. Um, there was the troll, a uh, uh, Siegerbrust, Siegerbau, Siegerbarst. Ivan. Siegbarst. Yes. Ivan. 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 Um, Ivan, who I think was speaking Spanish. No simpatico, he kept saying. Well, Maybe. they said to the, they said to him that they were simpatico, and he responded, "No simpatico." Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Well, because they were um, when uh, when Rosalie showed up, they were saying, "Oh no, we're here, we're simpatico." And he was okay. like, "No simpatico." <laughs> that was what happened. Um. Well, so, so they're investigating, and Nick knows something's up because mm-hmm. he knows the vest and carnival, but he doesn't play his hand, which right. I thought was interesting. What's interesting is he walks up into the carnival, he sees the show, he sees them voguing, and he's a grim. Mm-hmm. So shouldn't they He was back notice? in the dark. He yeah, was, he was in the audience. They, were, they had light shining down on them, and he was in the back in the dark. You can't see those people back there. Okay, so then later when he goes into the, um, what was the ringleader's name again? Hedig. 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 When they go into his office, and the grim is there, usually in the first interaction... There's like the accidental vogue or the... Yeah, but there wasn't... I don't... I guess they were able to keep their cool enough mm-hmm. that... I mean, this is something that's always been interesting about how the Vessen see Grimm. Because the Grimm isn't voguing mm-hmm. or doing anything of the sort. They only know basically because he sees when they vogue. Like, he reacts and they're mm-hmm. like, it's a Grimm, run! Yeah. Or attack or... Whatever they do. Yeah. Whatever their reaction's going to be. It's mm-hmm. never going to be good. Yeah. Um... Well, Sam almost lost it. Remember his eyes, right. like. But that's because he's sick. Yeah, but he's yeah, he's sick. Yeah, um, and I don't. But I would. I'm willing to let it slide that he didn't really pick up on it. Maybe <clears throat> yeah, he wasn't. Even, he might not even been looking at no, it. No, he yeah. was. He was uh, out of it. Mm-hmm. But so he's investigating, and they know we know that there's something up with Hedig. Mm-hmm. We don't even know for sure for certain that he's Vesson at this point. Right. He could uh, that I thought would have been interesting if it's not a Vesson. If it's like a, a human, I'm not even try to pronounce the other thing the person who knows but isn't yeah but uh, as we find out he's a lowen right um which is a great little parallel because you always think of the ringmasters whipping the lions mm-hmm. and here's a lion whipping everybody else. dragons else. and wolves and foxes <laughs> yeah which we had that was an inch that was a nice we hadn't seen that but we had another blue bot fuchs bow love story i loved it so cute um max and jenny jenny you're welcome many Many. Uh, well, you don't have to ship mm-hmm. them. They're already together. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Jax. They, they were really good together. Jax. Jax. They're Jack. They were really good together. Mm-hmm. I felt like they, it, and it was a great parallel between Monroe's Elite. Mm-hmm. You like how I spread it out there? I liked it. Um, I fully, I thought actually when you see him getting crazy and then you see her like getting hurt, I thought they were going to kick them both out 
I didn't know what was going on at first. I thought they were going to kick them both out, and, you know, oh, all of a sudden walks in another bloop bot. Yeah. And yeah that, I thought they were going to take their place. And, and Monroe is going to be in the cage. <laughs> yeah, I thought that That's was what I happen. actually thought was going to happen, too. That's what the trailers wanted us to think. <laughs> Those jerks. <laughs> they were a little misleading. But so Rosalie goes in because she feels the need. They know that the council's not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. They announce that, and they decide the council's not going to do anything. We should step in. And help out. We need to because these are people who are being taken advantage of. Always charitable. They're so great. Rosalie always wants to help people. They're so wonderful. Mm. Um, I love them. And she goes in and they just think they're going to investigate. They'll like offer mm-hmm. a hand, be like, we can help you. And Ivan's like, no, I don't want your help. And no sympathetic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they, then they meet Jenny and Max. Mm-hmm. And Rosalie winds up in the show. Yeah, she does. Front and center. I like that. There were no other auditions, and she auditioned by standing there, spinning around, and turning into her fuchs bow. Yeah. yeah, that was an they, audition. They, but he was like, they, "There's clearly like a call for <laughs> yeah. where do they post exactly. those like same day fuchs bow auditions? Uh, yeah, <laughs> we need a fuchs bow. Anyone? Yeah, put it on Craigslist. Yeah, there's a special Craigslist for Besson. There it's just like it's, <laughs> thanks, Raya. It's just listed under like some code of like what does the fox say? Oh, <laughs> nice. there we There's go. like a little pun, and then it's like no, that's the code. You have to, you have to know what to do, and then you come right. to this mysterious carnival and audition and travel on the road as a carny. Yeah, this carnival that's only in town for a week. That's where they're holding auditions. Yeah, it was in less than a day. Yeah. Whatever. It's Look, okay. They got there. Wait, Rosalie got wait, on wait. Stage. We're not. We're not moving on past. This. Okay. She was at the audition in a giant coat, yes. and he he didn't ask her to take <laughs> off. Like at least the coat. That actually would have been super creepy. It would have made it taking this character to a different level. No, she's going to be putting on this itty bitty costume, and she's wearing this puffy coat. You can't tell what her figure. Oh, is. Oh, I'm not saying it's not reasonable. I'm saying if you're auditioning a yeah. performer, but. It would have been super. He's like, take off the coat. And he's in the complete darkness. No, he was, take off the coat. Remove your coat. That it would have been, been just it, fine. I actually would have liked it. It would have made his character scarier. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yes, it's in, it's somewhat innocent, mm-hmm. but like, that's not okay. And that's, it would have been more fun if he would have said it in his low end voice. Yeah. Yeah. Which he, he had more of a voice change yeah. than I think most people do. Was, he really got scary. Yes. When it happened, I was like, oh. I stopped, rewind. Let's watch that again. <laughs> <laughs> I liked that vote. Um, and I mean, it's great when he finally does have to vote when Nick confronts him mm-hmm. and there's this like basically a battle. Um, yeah. I thought it was really good to see everybody that's helping out. Like Jenny is. I don't know how we don't know how they got into the circus, but I guess they like ran away. They needed the money. Mm-hmm. It's this young couple on the run. They're, like similar to Rosalie and Monroe, they are an interspecies couple, yeah. if you will. And they, I was so we can assume that maybe their parents didn't approve. Mm-hmm. They had to go on the run. They're uh, left for uh, the what's what's the word I'm looking for? They have to fend for themselves. Yes, but um, they're. Uh, Disowned mm-hmm. by their by their right. respective families for <laughs> this unholy sure. coupling unity. Which again, people are so against it, but this seems to be pretty common. Apparently, as we've seen, I mean, we've seen lions with like mice women before. Weren't those like cults and stuff? Yeah, and wasn't that one they were forcing that lady to? grow a golden egg yeah well there was that one that was weird wasn't there a lowen who was like i don't know he had a mouse like 
mistress. I don't remember. Either way, either way, <laughs> the, the, it's something that they they find like they addressed it with Monroe's storyline mm-hmm. with the parents, but everyone else seems to be fine with it. it. Seems to be very common. I think it's just the old ones. Yeah, I think it's the traditionalism versus the progressive families yeah. that are moving on in life. I think it's just supposed to reflect the way you know humans are. In that some families are old school tradition, stay with your own kind, whatever. And then yeah. there are the rest of the world who's moving on. Who's totally fine with it. Yeah. Yes. And you move eventually towards one single, deep, tanned, unified skin tone. And one. there's going to be one Vessin in the future. And it's going to be some weird mixture of... It's got like scales and hair. And, and can fur. fly. And... Yeah. It's the manticore. They're all going to turn into the manticore. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, the Manticore. That was a good. That was a good one. Yeah, that was good. I like. I want to see a Manticore versus a Daemon Fuhr. Ooh. <laughs> the, well, the... why was this Lowen controlling a Daemon Fuhr, anyways? Well, he was. I don't know that it was as much control as like he offered them a way to live. Well, they didn't seem like they liked him very much. Well, what's really interesting is that we see that um, Jacks. They said that they joined and that they were going to leave when they were ready. Mm-hmm. So no one was keeping them there. Right. Everybody was there mostly by their own free will. Yeah, but, but I think it, I think it's a sense that they they each uh, they each need money mm-hmm. or they need a place to stay, a, a connection that they don't have anywhere else. I right. mean, you, the, they, this is a normal like Harney story mm-hmm. is that like people are on the run and they just join up. They talk, when he hands over the list of people, he's a lot of people like they'll work for them for a few weeks to a few years. Like mm-hmm. people are, it's a transient business. Yeah. Then why were they so angry at him? Um, because they knew what he was doing to them. He was pushing them too far. And the fact that he let Max get to that point, okay. I guess you can assume that nobody had been pushed to that point before. Either they left before that, or they were murdered, and right. they, he said they left. Or mm-hmm. But like it was clear that Max had gone past the brink. And when the, he was forced to do another show, when it was clear that he was going to hurt people, that this is, be, this is not just hurting him, but it's going to hurt a lot of people, and that, he, that, and that headache just doesn't care. Yeah. At all that he's hurting them. And that's when they decide it's done. Mm-hmm. Which so they they finally do confront him when Max loses it. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't it funny though that he like explains in front of all of them how he's been killing all these people with Rosalie in the room? Yeah, who they this, just hired this brand, new. brand new. She's been there 5 minutes and yeah. he's like I murdered everyone. <laughs> I killed them to save you. <laughs> and it's like no, but sh- you don't know who she is. Yeah, like, exactly. You just auditioned the one person <laughs> who happened to show up. Who happened to be Fuchsbau and fit into the costume. Yeah, I mean... The stars aligned that night. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I guess he just turned his faith over to that uh, the right person would show up. Yeah. He just waited. If we hold auditions, someone will come. We don't announce it to anybody. <laughs> someone, one will join us. Yeah. If you hold it, they will come. Yeah, exactly. Um, can a voice we, spoke to him. Can we talk about her costume for a minute? <laughs> what was your... Here's my complaint. Uh-oh. Um, it it was supposed to be a revealing, um, you know, sexy costume. The top part of it was a, like, a nude-colored... Nude yeah. Y- yeah, I thought that was interesting. Under a corset. So, like, I understand if they had, like, handed her a corset and the little, like, bloomers and said, this is your costume. Yeah, that's a little, you know, revealing and uncomfortable if that's not what you're used to. Mm-hmm. But you're completely covered. Mm-hmm. 
Except when later in the episode, it did not right. have the nude suit. Right. Yeah. See, that was nice. <laughs> I also felt like, didn't we see Jenny wearing just the corset at no, one point? There like, was... I know she was wearing the shirt mm-hmm. as well, but wasn't she wearing, wasn't she bare-shouldered at one point, too? I don't think so, because apparently the necklace part of it is connected to the nude suit. The necklace isn't actually a necklace. It's the top, like oh. the neckline of the nude suit. Oh, weird. Sorry, I pay attention to these things. No, I mean, it's a, it's an interesting difference like why because it, it's clearly from a wide shot made to look like they're wearing just right. a corset but why not just it saves money on the graphical fur actually that may have been <laughs> what's going because actually i thought about this when they because at the end when she vogues mm-hmm. at the at the very end when she's getting all sexy right. for monroe that i think that was the first time we'd seen body shoulders right. yeah. on yes. a vessin. i did notice that as well and like cuz usually we just get hands maybe some forearm but mm-hmm. like uh-huh. it's just mainly the face right. and it was like whole decolletage right. shoulders All everything the back everything yeah yeah unless you're an oswong and then you see everything <laughs> that's true. i guess that was one of the only other times <laughs> right. where we saw like a whole the whole vessin. Mm-hmm. but that was scary that was real scary. whereas Rosalie is sexy. Yeah. Even, Se- even as a fox. Yeah. She was a little she fox. Well, a, she's, she's, she's a, a foxy vixen. fox. <laughs> vixen. Uh, the puns will never stop with that one. Moving on. <laughs> if we must. Yeah. Um, but I just I, wanted that noted. Let's, let's, why don't we move on for a moment and talk about iTunes. Yeah. iTunes. Guys, we love doing this podcast. It's Obviously. a lot of fun. I'm so happy we got all three of us together yes. finally. It's a great. It's it's. This is gonna. This is fun. This is more. It's more than yeah. just two of us talking at each other. <laughs> uh, but we do this podcast for you guys at home, and we want to make sure that this is the best podcast it can possibly be for you. And maybe you're asking, well, thank you, After Buzz and Zach and Dylan and Yell. Thank you <laughs> oh, for giving us this free content. It's not a question. Mm-mm. I'm just saying. But but you're asking. There let you me go. get to it. How can we help? Well, let me tell you. You can go on to iTunes. You can go to the rating section. You can write us a review. It means the world to us. All of us. I love when I when I log on and I see that we've gotten a review. It like it makes my day a million times better. But not only that, it helps keep the podcast searchable. It helps keep people finding us. And we'd love if you would tell people about it, but it's also great when people can just stumble upon it when they're looking, I need to find some Grim stuff. What am I doing? Uh, iTunes, search for Grim. I don't know why. I guess you're looking for episodes maybe. Yeah. Uh, why not? But you can help us become more relevant. And the things that that does for us is not just help us with our ratings. It helps. It does help our bosses here at AfterBuzz know that we're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. When we get good ratings, when the when we get five stars, they know we're we know what we're doing which I hope we do. We do. We do. Okay. Well, apparently we do. Um, but that helps us with, I, we've reached out. I've talked to a couple people. There's some irons in the fire about guests. I can't confirm anything mm-hmm. at all, but like it helps us if we can be the number one grim podcast. If we can say, look, we're doing really well. We're one of the top shows at AfterBuzz. That would, that helps the sell point and we can get guests. So we need your help. You can go onto the YouTube as well. Leave us a comment, upvote the video, share it with your friends, post it on Facebook, post it on Twitter. You can tweet at us during yeah. the week. We love talking grim and we can, we're always get engaged in a Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, like, Discussion. Discussion, yes. I was going to say, like, war, but it's not angry. I was going to say tweet off, but that sounds angry, too. (laughs) No, but I will – I have been known to drop everything to converse with people on Twitter about shows I love. I've been in the car and pulled over to, like, join into a conversation. That's epic. Yeah. Um, And I think we we made a 
a deal. I made a deal with the. Um, oh yes, we did listeners. last week. Yale promised that if we get to a hundred reviews, not ratings, reviews on iTunes, iTunes she will find a way to bum rush the cast at Comic Con next year. Yeah, I heard you this were going to break security. Break security. Oh, it is this year. That's this right. Year, it is July. already in 2014. Yep. Um, I'm going to do that and get. Uh, hopefully someone on the show or an interview or something great for our fans. Maybe she won't even get that. Maybe she'll just bum rush them. But that's the story we want to tell. Yes. And we can only do that if we get to 100 ratings. Yeah. Reviews. 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 100 reviews. It's on tall iTunes. order. It's tall order. But I think you you at home are ready for the challenge. It's March. You can do it. Um, so real quick, I'm going to read off some shout outs. Um, I want to thank Diane Sutherland for helping us out with how to pronounce Kersite Schlischkanen. Ooh. I've never been able to pronounce it before. What is that? It is well. That's what a, a human is. A human, a human who, who knows. knows. A human who knows. Yes. Wow. We've been told about Vessens. Um, she's saying that most of the royals mm-hmm. are Kersite Schlischkanen. Oh. I I'm I, see. This is what I want to know about the royals mm-hmm. is whether they are human who happen to know, but they seem to have something magical about them. Right. So I think they fall into a different category. That's so like Sebastian. I think is is. A Kersite Schlushkanen. Nice. At least as far as we know. As far right. as we know. Um, as far as we'll ever know. Yeah, as far as we'll ever know. <laughs> well, I mean, we could find something out post-mortem. Whatever. But we'll get into that uh, in a minute. <laughs> um, and a Rick Raya, R-I-K-Y-R-A-H. Sure. On YouTube says, I'm so mad at Hank for not telling Wu. Wu deserves to know the truth. He can handle the truth. He can't handle the truth. Uh, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> Better to know the truth than think you're crazy. All right. I agree. I think Wu deserves to know, and I hope he knows soon. Yes. Pro- I'm thinking maybe the end of the season or the beginning of next season. Uh-huh. Um, and then Juliana T says, pretty sure Wu is going to be introduced to the Vesson world at the, ver- at the very end of this season. I didn't even know that was coming up on my sheet, but... Thank you, Julian, for agreeing with me. Mm-hmm. And or not until they have a case at the precinct that leaves... Hank and Nick, no choice but to tell him. Yeah. Uh, and, and she then, also says... This is the most important thing that mm-hmm. she said. And, yes. yeah, and yell, I am starting to ship Madeline, too. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Madeline. Madeline. Mm. I prefer Adelizner. I like Adelizner. <laughs> Whatever. Either way, just make it happen. <laughs> but let's talk about Adelizner. Yay! Let's do it. Uh, right. Which I'm sticking with. You can call her Mad- the Madeline if you'd like. I'm going to say Adelizner. I don't care what we call they're running Either way, they're running through the woods. Well, yes. you guys are forgetting about the baby. We need to mix the baby into the name. Adelizner. Mm, we're not shipping the baby. Oh, come on. They're going to be a happy family. <laughs> There's going to be a family. <laughs> anyway. The All baby. Right. Does the baby have a name? No. Not yet. Which is back to my point that I've been saying since we knew she was pregnant. No one actually cares about this child. Everyone cares that there is a child, that it might have magical powers, that it's important, that it's part royal, whatever. But nobody cares that there's an actual living child. Well, it's it's a it's a commodity right now. Mm-hmm. Like the baby can do something, something we don't quite understand. Right. I think we're going to get some hints about that next week. Um, but this this child could change the. Essentially, it could be a cha- a world changing baby. Mm-hmm. You think it would have? A we name. don't know. We don't know yeah. why. <laughs> yeah. yeah <I> <laughs> It's just world changer. Don't worry about it. Um, But there's something so rare and precious about Mm -hmm. this child. Maybe it's that, like, royals can't have babies anymore. It's like the children men situation. I don't know. Maybe it's just that all the royals are men. 
and single, apparently. That's true. None of the yeah, royals I never thought about that. We haven't met a female royal. No. Nope. But they um, were just as worried about it as when they didn't know the sex of the baby. They were. That's true. Right. So they wanted it no matter what. But that's true. maybe the reason it's such a big deal is because they are men who don't have women in their lives. I, I think it's just because we haven't met anyone yet. Sure. I'm assuming that there are, there are female women. royals out there. Who knows? Um, well, they didn't. one of them did hook up with a hexen beast, so maybe yeah. maybe not. Maybe. Which we saw, we we were reintroduced to the Hexen Beast in this one. Oh, yes. yeah, we were. Hexen Beasts are so scary. They're, they're so real scary. Unattractive. And, well, like they're well, they're on the run. Victor, mm-hmm. or not, they're on the run from Victor. Yes. Um, Victor and the Verat are right on their tail. Mm-hmm. They they can see them. Which, with they're like the, the, they've got really strong, like, Vesson noses and stuff. Yeah. They're right there. Yeah. yeah I was thinking that, too. They look like tracking dogs mm-hmm. but meisner's good at what he does so maybe yeah, he covered he up their scent he's wonderful he knows what he's doing i think i want my, i hope meisner's not off the show for too long he can't be <laughs> oh, i would be no. so heartbroken he's cool he's a fun character yeah. i hope he's not like a lame vessel either he's like vogues into a turtle well that's the other <laughs> thing is like he <laughs> <laughs> that could be really badass though i mean he could <laughs> yeah. be a ninja the turtle, turtle. Yeah, oh my could. god can we get that on the show no it happened here. Just like, if, there must be a turtle out there. There has yeah. to be. There are plenty of turtle myths. Right. Maybe they have shells when they vote. <laughs> oh, that'd be so cool. I <laughs> they have a fight sequence, and then they're ninja turtles. All right, somebody get... All right. <laughs> yeah, there yes, we go. Thanks, yes. Raya. Yes. But let's... let's uh, that's Whenever that happens, that's going to be played at the very beginning of the show. You're going to know that it happened, <laughs> because that's going to be playing. All right. Um, Back to yeah. Adelizner. So... And the baby. One thing I thought was interesting is, at first, I thought that the that it's the having a baby seemed to have pacified Adeline. because <laughs> she's like she seems concerned, like she doesn't want to just like storm in there and kill them, like right. the rot that are. Hold on, she, but then, of course, yeah, we see her. She does, mm-hmm. and then it goes back again. Cause she's saying she didn't mean to. Huh. She, I think that might have been she, a joke. She she vokes into the Hexen Beast and forces the guy to raise his gun up and shoot himself yeah. in the head. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just saying, nine, nine, boom, which uh, you're not going to get any compassion in German, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just sounds, you're making it worse on yourself because you yeah. sound more evil. Any, I'm sorry. Anything in German sounds more evil. No offense to our German listeners. N- no offense. What I mean, yeah. Well, he is evil, though. So, right. well, he was evil. Yes. Yeah. And then we get the redemption of Sebastian oh. because they have to get out of there. And right. like, so they're at the cars. They killed the last guard on Sebastian, and and he takes that. He takes the fall. Basically, was he, that necessary? I think it was because he needed to slow them down. Exactly. Five more minutes. The guy. You don't think that guy just called a new posse and they picked him up in the car and kept driving? Well, I mean. No, he he didn't need to sacrifice himself, but it was nice and it redeemed him from being. Uh, it redeemed him from being a traitor and yeah. turning them all in because he's weak. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I felt you. like it was helpful. Um, it was unnecessary. I mean, it was helpful, but it was unnecessary. I it, he bought him five minutes tops. Uh, well, maybe he took out the car while he was well, in there. Well, they took out. They the already car took him out the car. Yeah. So Meisner shot the car. 
I think he could have just hopped in the car and drove off with him into right. the sunset. He could have lived. Whatever. I'm okay. over him anyway. Yeah, let's go. He's Either not way. Meisner. I'm over <laughs> Either him. Either um, And so we, and then Meisner finds out that he will not be flying. He talks to Sean, mm-hmm. to uh, Renard back in Portland, and he's not going to be helping them out once they get to Zurich. An unknown party is already there waiting mm-hmm. to fly her Sean back. ruining my life. Oh. <laughs> but there's definitely a moment there where yep. Adeline is... Sad that yeah, Miser's she leaving. Is. She's grown attached to him, mm-hmm. and maybe I wonder if Renard knows that. No, and that's no. he's like, "You're not coming." No, no, I don't think he knows. And he doesn't have feelings for her. I think he's just it's like uh, the assassin is needed there. So yeah, he has stuff to do there. That's true. I mean, the resistance needs all the help they can get. They just lost their biggest inside man mm-hmm. when Sebastian passed, like got yeah. killed. Um, which Victor? Oh my god, so badass. I know Victor's our evil guy, but I love him as our big bad. Yeah, he's great. He's he's scary. He's threatening. I'm legitimately concerned for everybody's safety as long as he's around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but so that's the end of that storyline. They they leave, and let's talk real quick about Monrosalie. Yeah, in this episode. yay, Monrosalie. Not just them at the carnival. That was a nice little like similar. Like we didn't really get any like furthering with their story. They're still. They still love each other. Yeah, and they're, they're still great. Um, but they ask Nick to be Monroe asks Nick to be his best man, mm-hmm. which is real sweet. I think we all figured that yeah. that was going to happen. And but... the great nightmares that came from that. Yeah, were and Juliet awesome. uh, because that's very awkward. Yeah. yeah, and Juliet is going to be the maid of honor, which I didn't know there was a difference. Oh yeah, that, that was new to me. A matron of honor is someone who's married, and a maid of honor is someone who isn't. Okay, so you can have both. Um, that I didn't know. I don't think, <laughs> oh, I think you're I've, supposed to have one. No, you can have both. I've seen people have both. Yeah. You, you can have both. It's your wedding. Do it, what you want. Yeah. Do whatever. Uh, Americans. <laughs> Where I, mean, I come from, we don't have things like this. I mean, whatever. <laughs> when I'm getting married, I'll, she can have as many maid of honors as she wants. There Those you go. Those are bridesmaids. Happy wife. I, I know. She can give them whatever titles she wants. It's whatever. I'm not going to bother her. Americans. Either way, Julia and Nick agree to be at the wedding, but then Nick has that nightmare, mm-hmm. which you're like, I was like, what's happening with this cake? Yeah. Yeah. And like the little like oh, yeah. couple of like the Fuchsbau and the, the blue, blue, blue hot. There's, first off, there's no way either family's going to allow that on the cake. Is one of each. I feel Why like they not? would Why not? Have, That's cool. I, I feel like the cake. family would want either human form or something else. Like a heart or their heart or whatever. That's Those way less badass. Yeah. I agree, <laughs> but I don't think their families, which seem to be kind of traditional, are going to allow something like if that. If they want to do that, I don't think they're going to let their families. It's stop their wedding. Them. They do what they want. Whatever. Um, let's hope that the blood doesn't splatter all over it, though. <laughs> it would really ruin the cake. Yeah, but so I'm I'm intrigued to see what happens with Nick because he he says he doesn't think he can do it. Right. And this is what we've been thinking with mm-hmm. Nick on top of, like, if he's at the altar, like, everybody's there, they're going to Vogue, they're going to be crying and happy and yeah. they're, they're emotional. They're going to Vogue. Yeah. And then they're going to know there's a Grim at the altar. Maybe he warns everybody before. Like, yeah, send out the BT dubs, there's going to be a Grim next to me. And he's <laughs> Don't not going to be anyone. And yeah. no one shows up. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's for the best. Maybe it's better if this is, like, a small wedding. Right. But then again, who's going to show up anyway? It's just their families. It doesn't seem like no, they have they, any friends. They have plenty of friends. I mean, we were constantly meeting Monroe's like old friends that we we had, didn't know about before, right. and I think it's reasonable to assume that he has like old like high school buddies or college buddies old, or all that stuff. High that school blue They've bonds. fallen out of. They've fallen out of touch with. Yeah. 
um, extended family. You invite a lot of different people to yeah. your wedding. The people from his support group that half went vegetarian, half didn't. Yeah. I, I think it's reasonable to assume there will be a lot of Vesson at this wedding. Yeah. And whether or not Nick goes is going to be something we'll see in the coming weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get going on predictions, I want to talk about real quick on the about the graphic novel from this week. We It was great. We had Grimm number 11. The penultimate Grimm comic book mm-hmm. for until, for now. We don't know if it's coming back. They've said that episode, issue twelve is going to be the final one. Um, I this was it's a it's a good comic. It's fun. Um, this storyline of like Nick traveling through Europe to help this uh, pure blood Vesson guy. He's now we find out he's trying to distill Vesson blood to make his baby super powerful. And like take over the world, yeah. Powerful even babies. At, and the last frame of this issue is a belly, like this woman, this this pregnant woman who we find out he's been working with is his wife when she's carrying his son, with the same creepy baby face pushing on the stomach and the hands. It's the same thing as Adeline. Ooh. So there, and she's injecting the vessel blood of different types of vessel into the baby to create, as uh, Rosalie puts it in the in this comic. Uh, for lack of a better term, Super Vessin. Nice. Super Vessin. Yeah. Um, and there's like, we meet a bunch of different, uh, creatures we haven't met before. Vessin we haven't met before. A, a hippoi. Is that a hippo? Al- Althanto- Althantoi. It's an immortal horse that can breathe fire. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's a thing, apparently. Uh, and then we meet a hydra. Mm-hmm. Whoa. At one point. Um, he's got like, his head and then there's two snakes come out here that's awesome. they chop off one of them but they don't show it like growing back as two which is what I was expecting oh, yeah. that's what a hydra's supposed to do chop off one head mm-hmm. two grow back in its place Sorry, I'm quoting Captain America <laughs> <laughs> moving on um, and we end on another creepy baby face Okay. It's not. It's it's a good. It's a solid book. I'm excited to see the finale and then hopefully next season we'll get some side stuff with uh, m- more obscure stuff within the Vesson world, within the Grim world, in comic book form. Those are the stories I want to read. Yeah. Let's move into predictions. We got a couple minutes left. Let's knock this now, out. You're after Buzz TV. Well, so according to the uh, preview, there's not a new episode until April 4th. Yes, we are going to be off next week. Oh. I'm sorry to say. Why? Um, even the writers don't know. If you follow the Grim <laughs> writers room on Twitter, they're like, we're off for some reason yeah. next week. We're finally all together. Oh, and we're now we'll be separated. Maybe it's because of March Madness? I don't I don't, I don't follow college basketball. What's but that? It's college basketball. <laughs> okay. Um, but either way, whatever the reason, we're off next week. But when we come back, mm-hmm. this is going to be an awesome episode. This yeah. is what I've been asking for all season. Yes. Kelly Burkhardt is coming back. Yes. And she's the one bringing Adeline and the baby, unnamed baby, unnamed to baby. the States. And... They're staying with Nick. Of course oh they are. man! <laughs> oh, I'm so can... happy to see Mama Grim. And she's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm always calling for more Grim. Yes, on this show, we I only see more get Nick and like Mom's popped up and mm-hmm. his uh, and aunt with cancer. Marie at the very beginning. Yeah. But we lost her yeah. right away. I want to see more Grim. Hopefully, more. this is the start of it. And it looks like we're finally going to get some answers mm-hmm. because. Kelly's telling Nick, like, you don't understand. Right. I like and then the... hopefully that leads to, this is what you don't understand. Hopefully. Um, my predictions... Quick, 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 quick. Predictions. Um, the baby will get a name by ooh. the end of the season. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. And um, we'll get some Adele Eisner slash Madeline uh, reconnection love soon. 
Those are my predictions. Um, I think the baby might get a name this next episode. I agree. I think Juliet's first question is, what's the baby's name? Well, after Juliet tries to kill uh, Adeline. Adeline. Yeah. She went, looked like, ah, I'm going to murder her. Yeah. Yeah, Fair enough. But eventually, when they settle down, at last, I think we're going to find out just what powers lie in this baby. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. Next week. I, I think Kelly is going to be defend is going to be Adeline's new defender, which is of course awkward for her because they she killed her mom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awkward. All right, um, Dylan, where can the people find you on online? You can find me on Twitter at Dylan Chance. Wow. Um, Very can, simple. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. The people can find me online at yell.tv. That's Y-A-E-L.tv, including some interviews with the Grimcast from last year's Comic-Con. Um, and on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. And you can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at that Zach Wilson. And you can also catch me here at AfterBuzz on Helix, Archer, and Resurrection. Uh, I'm Zach Wilson. Thanks for geeking out with us. Woohoo! From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.